Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is July 18th. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Reddy and MPC has been conducting Zoom conference calls from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand if you're a newcomer. And please put your camera on. Let our team know in the chat that you are a newcomer. You just type it to everybody that you are a newcomer, and then our team will pick it up and we'll try to promote you. Chandana? Uh, hi, Rahul. So I got a uh, letter from the attorney today uh, from my past company, but the letter is from mm-hmm. debt collector regarding the breach of employment uh, contract. So mm-hmm. they said like, um, if you want to pay the full amount, you should con- I mean, pay the amount to the company or else like they will take to the uh, court uh, because of the liquidity damages. Okay. Uh, there is some, uh, I want you to contract uh, a lawyer by name Ajay Chaudhary, okay? Okay, okay. Ajay Chaudhary, right? Yes. Let okay. me, uh, give, you, give me one second, okay? I will give you the link of that guy, okay? Uh, and he will he will be the person who will be handling it. Okay, but okay. Uh, I just wanted to, one, next week I'm traveling to India because uh, next month I'm having the H-1B stamping with my Let, company. That has, stamping has nothing to do with this one. Okay, I can um, go, right? You can go for stamping. Okay. Uh, this is different, that is different. Okay. Uh, one second. Yeah. I'll give you that lawyer's information to you, okay? Mm-hmm. He's very good. He can one of our TV show also, okay? Along with me. Next person, okay. please. Thank you, Rogesh. Hello, sir. I'm in a situation where uh, my uh, H1B is getting transferred to a different company. Uh, they are saying mm-hmm. that uh, uh, current H4 is valid till 2025. Uh, uh, they don't need to apply for H4 extension also. Only H1B extension is good enough. Is that, uh, that right, is sir? Right. That, is, that is right. What will happen to the EAD, sir? She has an EAD till uh, the same time. She can continue working. The EAD is given to her, not to her company. So uh, I don't need to reapply for EAD also. Is that right? No, sir. No, sir. Not until 2025. Next person, please. Ajay. Hi, Rahul. Uh, Thanks for your time. So I'm in EB3 2014 and my wife is in EB2. Uh, she's also 2014. Uh, we applied a strike petition in October 2020 uh, in EB3. 
And uh, since our, my priority date was not current at that time, uh, I just got the EAD. And now uh, with my wife as a primary, we applied another petition in EB2 and me as a derivative. And recently the case, uh, both the cases, the one in 2020 and the one that we filed recently in May, both of them went to case remains pending. And when I reached out to USCIS, they told me like uh, the visa regression has been applied and it's put in put on hold. And that's the reason for the case remains pending. Is there anything that I can do from my side or that or me? That is, a, that is an error from their point that it's a visa regression. It's, but where is your wife's application right now? Is it in National Benefit Center or Texas? Yes, both are in National Benefit Center. That's good. They're working on your file. You're good. And the other thing I have a question is, is your I-140 approved for EB-3? Yes. yes. Okay. I, both of ours are straight petitions and both EB-3 I-140. Ah, okay, okay, I got it. I got it. So you're in good position though. Even though they are saying it's a visa regression, it's not visa. Your wife's uh, date is current, is it right? Yes, it's March 2014 yeah. and it's current from June. Yeah, she's good. Everything is good. Don't believe in the online statement. Don't believe in what the USAS is telling. You're in a good shape. Most probably you'll receive a green card before September 30th. Next person, please. Thank you. Raj? Raj? Hi, I Rahul. Uh, good afternoon. I'm in a situation of success of interest. Um, I'm working for a company um, on H1B. I have AOS filed uh, in October 2020, and also a new AOS filed in May 2022. Inter filed in June 2022. Um, so the situation is success of interest. So, so, so when when did the success of interest come in? Uh, that is coming in August 14th, I believe. That's the date. Next month. Okay. But you interfiled, right? For yeah, inter interfiled. New, uh, uh, there are two applications, uh, AOS applications. One is uh, in uh, October 2020. Another one is in uh, June. I got uh, it. So for the yeah. October 2020, you interfiled. So yes. you're good. I mean, even if, they, even if the company uh, merges so, I don't want you to do anything. Do nothing. How about my H1B? That's up to you if you want to extend the H-1B or you don't want to extend the H-1B. That's up to you. But after the merger, do I need to do an amendment? Um, mostly not, though. It depends on the company, how it's been merged, though. For H-1B, we need an amendment. Normally, 90% of the time. For, for H-1B, you may or may not need an amendment, which is very hard for me to, to understand how the merger happened. If the new company has taken the if the new company has taken the, uh, if, if it, the new company is success of interest, no, no amendment is required for H1B, okay? Oh, okay. And AOS, no action is required from my side for both the applications. You can act, but it, in the best interest of you, I would not act. Okay, for both of them, right? EB2 and EB3, both, both AOS. That is right. Okay, that thank you, right. sir. Thank you very much. Next person, please. Pia? Hi, Rahul. Um, thank you so much for all your help. Uh, I actually just got a notification that uh, our cases were approved um, uh, today, uh, but it was approved under future employment with employer A, but currently I'm with employer B. So I wanted to ask you just in case if my intent changes uh, in the future, like let's say in 15 days, I don't want to join the employer A who filed my green card. Is that okay? 
absolutely not a problem i don't know where why people say that it's only the intent of the company that matters you're good you absolutely can do whatever you want to you can flip a burger in mcdonald's you can be a microsoft ceo but you can't be a drug dealer that's all of course of course thank you so much and one more thing uh, how do i address this green card thing to my employer currently right now <laughs> they don't know that i'm so th- currently mm. my so i got yeah. it to employer so they are doing the green card uh, h1 extension and everything but how do i let them know that i've received it <laughs> Well, let them know that you filed with them, you received it, and now you change your intention. You're not going to that company. No, no, uh, not the pre, not the employer A, the cu- no, current employer B. You tell them I got the green card with the previous company, but I decided not to go after taking the advice of my independent immigration lawyer. Okay, so but do I have to let them know that I got it through employment base? they will know when they see it they can know it okay it's not going to cause any problem with the current employer saying like oh no. when did you file it or anything you, you never know you never know how they are going to react why did you file there you never know but it's your duty to inform that you got a green card right now because they are trying to file h1b extension okay do i have to wait for the card in hand to let them know or just yes wait they- for the card for the uh, wait for the card to let them know okay okay ஜாப் uh mm-hmm. but now uh my uh, petition got transferred uh, to the to the national center and we got a letter saying to expedite the process uh we have moved it but uh, the primary applicant uh, has not gone uh just mm. wanted to know from uh, uh, the medical perspective is it something we have to be ready with or uh, wait till um, they reach out i would if i were you i would submit the medicals both of you guys should submit the medicals for both okay yeah and then one uh, goes to so the is... each goes to the different service center yeah that's what okay okay so you suggest we should go ahead and submit it that's what i would okay. do and if okay. by any chance they issue an rfe i will submit again be prepared for okay. it okay got it and just one more question is i485 mandatory uh, now that they have they are probably doing it on the eb2 petition uh, i485j mandatory did he did your husband not file the interfile it yet no so the new company is not doing firm for him ah. so we have no other option oh so you're stuck in eb you're stuck in eb3 Three. yeah um we are sending notices to uscis a written notice from from the employee saying that hey please consider me under eb2 now they are asking they are inviting us okay. there is companies where let's say for example you like your husband they are issuing an rfe saying that 
hey, buddy, you have an EB2 I-140 approval. Do you want to use it? If you want to use it, we want you to do something in writing. Okay. So now there are some companies that are filing the 485J using the EB2 directly. Oh, okay. And if the company is not willing to do it, there is one other thing what we are doing is we are sending a statement by the employee saying that I want to use the EB2 and we are getting the approvals. Okay. So since my case is already moved for the primary applicant, we can send that letter? Yeah. For the primary applicant, we need to send the letter. Yeah. Okay. Next person, please. Bhavish. Well, thanks for the opportunity. Uh, actually, yes, my question, question ended up similar to the previous one, like where um, I we, we changed jobs on based on EAD and now EB3 retrogress. Um, with all the current happenings, right, uh, of getting up. So, 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 right, 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 right. Um, I, 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 we are going to address this tomorrow as a main issue in our YouTube presentation. Because I'm getting a lot of these questions from different people. Did you file a 485J with the current company? The, no, the new employer told me that uh, they will only do it if we get an RFE for interview or or, uh, or for medicals. Because I did not submit medicals initially with the previous employer. Um, okay. First of all, I want you to submit interfile medicals. I'm going to also request them to consider you under EB2. And sorry to ask, like when you say request to consider, is does it have to be with the previous company's employer, new company's employer, or it can be independent employer or by myself? In, independent, okay. independent by yourself. You can do oh, it so by I, yourself. This is for it by yours. I can work with you, can you work or with us. Firm? Okay. Yes, yes. And we, is it we, worth we, a we shot? Starting, what is your priority date? April 2014. It's definitely worth a shot because you're very much backlogged. Okay. So it would I'll, be I'll... better. It would be better if your employer signs a four eight five J supplement with EB two. That is the best thing that can happen to you. Okay, I'll I'll try to put that, or maybe I'll set up additional consultation with you to work on. No, this. remember, if your employer is willing to sign a four eight five J and just give him the I one forty approval of EB two, don't explain it. If they ask why are you giving it to me EB two, then you exp then you can give the EB three. Here's what's happening though, okay? You, when you want to file the 485J supplement, you are giving them the EB3 approval and they're using the EB3 approval. Give them the EB2 approval. Let them use the EB2 approval. You see my point? Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, in this madness yeah. of- But anyway, in this, okay. but, but either way, I want you to watch or before you make an appointment, I want you to watch the video tomorrow, okay? Okay. Sounds good. Um, that will be at five o'clock. We're going to address that. I'm making some notes based on the questions that I'm receiving. Okay. Thank you. We'll look forward to that. Thank you. Next person, please. Rona. Hey. Um, hey, Ron. Um, hey, Ron. I hope you can hear me fine. Um, yeah, I just have like uh, just some quick questions about. Um, perm prevailing wage stuff. So I'm still on my first like H1B, like they're just starting my, so actually my company filed my perm in January and they told me they've received the, like the prevailing wage 
I'm not sure if it was received by before the end of last month or this wait, month. So I'm wait, not sure. wait, 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 mm. wait. Mm-hmm. Did you said your company filed the prevailing wage, or did you said the company filed the green uh, the form application in general? Oh no, no, the, just the prevailing wage request. Okay, go ahead with the question. Yeah, so uh, they've received the prevailing wage determination. Um, I'm asking them right now if it was like what the expiry of the prevailing wage is, because I'm not 100% sure if they received it before June, the end of June or after the end of June, Um, Mm because it's like the expiry is different, right? Like 90 days versus until next June. Right, 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 right. Yeah, Yeah. so just one couple couple questions that I have is, uh, so if they start the recruitment now, let's say like tomorrow, right? Does that mean that they can submit the perm application until the recruitment or the advertisements expire? Or the or does the expiry of the prevailing wage determination come into play? Ah, oh, that's a tough question. I have to do one favor, please. I don't know the exact answer to that thing. It's a little mm-hmm. bit complicated. I want you to send an email to info at rnlawgroup.com. Give okay. the exact date mm-hmm. and I'm going to respond to you. Okay, perfect. And, will, and then the other thing, I will, sorry, go on. I will try to address this issue in uh, tomorrow's Zoom, uh, Zoom uh, in, the, in tomorrow's YouTube. But if, if mm-hmm. by any chance, you can send an email to me. I will make sure that I address it, okay? Okay, perfect. Yeah, and then the other thing is, uh, is I guess this is also a kind of timeline related. So if they start, the, is there a certain date by when they have to start the recruitment, considering that they're starting recruitment after the... I like, will answer both the questions. I, I'll answer both okay. the questions to you in the email, okay? okay? Cool. Info okay. at yeah, Next yeah, person. Thank you. I'm sorry, I don't know the answer at by, you know, I didn't do that. I don't do, there are like five liars in our office that only do labor certification. I'm not one of them. Next person, please. But I will answer that question. I need to learn that too. Uh, uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, uh, it's me, right? Uh, can you hear me? Yes, yes. Yes, I can. Uh, okay. So actually, you know, like uh, I have uh, EB2 and EB3, uh, you know, like from the same employer. I got downgraded. My priority date is August uh, 25. And, uh, you know, like... Uh, August 25, uh, which year, sir? Yeah, tw- August 25, 2014. Okay, got it. Yeah. So, now EB2 is current, but for certain situation, the current employer, you know, like, uh, the, this is the same employer. He's saying, I'll file on July 31st. Do you foresee any problem? I do not know what why he's saying. He's- is saying that he won't interfile until July 31st. Yeah, he'll he'll do on July 31st. Why? <laughs> I, I do not know. There is, I mean, some, I don't know. He, I, I, he has not given any logic, but I'm just guessing. Okay, but anyway, but so what, what is your question there? My question is, you know, like uh, if he'll file in July 31st, will that work? Or, you know, like if I change an employer, and if I go through, uh, no, I would, I would not change the employer. If July thirty first is very nearby, I would not change the employer. Okay. So, Remember, yeah. I was telling you the plan where we are trying to move the people when people change the companies from EB three to EB two. It's not a foolproof plan, though. Okay. It okay. may work. It may not work. At the most, if it doesn't work, they won't be at a loss. But in your case, if you move, then you may get stuck in EB three. Yeah. Okay. So uh, also you said just before you answered someone saying that, you know, like uh, I myself can send a, you know, uh, letter. That or is, that you, yes, but it's good you're asking this question though. 
But remember what I told, if the employer does it, it's a better chance than you doing it. So I, in your case, no, I would not prefer that you come to me. Okay. okay. I would okay. prefer that you stay with your company and get it done by the company. That guy okay. didn't have an option. That's the reason why I told him to come to me. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Rahul. Thank you. Next person, please. Balaji. If you're a newcomer, guys, please let our team know you're a newcomer in the chat to everyone. Yeah. I actually asked this question Rahul, uh, last time, but I'm having confusion. I want to double check. So I have EB2 uh, perm with old employer uh, with I-140 April 2014 Jan and EB3 with current employer, uh, same priority date, like Jan 2014. Uh, uh -huh. Can my current employer file I-485 and I-485J using the EB2 perm from previous employer? No, no. All right. No. And I'm planning to go back to them, but it's it's going to take some time. Uh, do you recommend me directly file I-485 without I-485J? No. No, that's illegal. Oh, that's illegal. Why? Okay. Uh, you can't file 485 without 485J. Mm. Okay. All right, thanks. Okay. Next person, please. Shanti. Hi, Rahul. This is Shanti. And uh, yes, our priority our priority date is July uh, 2012, EB3. Me, my husband, and my child filed together. Date has been retrogressed in November. We all three have EAD and AP. And uh, we would like to travel because it's been six years and the child wants to see the grandma who is sick. So we want wait, to go wait, to wait, India. Wait, wait, wait. So you have an advanced portal right now? EAD, AP. And the and Ivan, is it a downgrade or straight application? It's a straight, EB3 straight. Okay, what's your problem in traveling? Absolutely no problem yeah, in traveling. So, yes, my, my younger son, who is, whose age is locked because of uh, applying, uh, he'll be turning 21 in February. So traveling you said, AD you said AP. You, but it was current, the final action date was current. Yes. And we, he's locked in, he's locked in yes. EB. Three. He's locked in the CSPA. CSPA. What's so, your problem? Uh, you can travel. So EAD and AP, I heard that while coming back at some airports like Chicago, unfortunately, my ticket is in Chicago. So um, is there going to be a problem or what do we can expect? What type of questions? If it's H1, I've been in this country for 14, 15 years. I know what they ask, but this is first time AP. So H1 kid can also a cross the country oh, yeah. and come back. Even, right? even, if he, if he, even if he's 22, he hmm. can still go. It will not be any problem. Uh, Chicago oh. is not a best airport. I don't like it. But if you're thinking advanced parole is a problem and you have not visited for 15 years, absolutely not a problem. Okay. Six years. Yeah, sure. So Make the kid is safe and we are safe. We, we, we still can go and come. For back. that reason, okay. it's not a problem. Next okay. person. Please. Thank you so much. Ravi. Ravi. Ravi? Yes? Uh, yeah. Uh, good afternoon. Yeah, so I have a question on the uh, visitor visa. So my parents are actually coming uh, this month and, and they're going to stay until September first week. And they plan to come again in Feb 2023. Will that be an issue or is there a re-rule for 
staying for about six months in India and coming back to the US again? There is nothing like that. But if there is a pattern of people coming and staying for six months, they go to India, they come back after one month, though. That's very bad. But since your parents are coming in July, they're going in September, then they're coming back again, okay, Mm -hmm. in February or March. I don't see any problem there. I don't see any problem there. Okay. So I can just plan out in January. And yeah, that's fine too. Right, still fine, right? Yeah, they're not staying for six months for sure, though. They're going to just stay yeah, for one yeah. and a half month and come back again in January. Yeah, for the people who are going to visit one and a half month, two months, they can come five times a year. They don't care. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Gaurav. Uh, hey, Rahul, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead, Gaurav. First of all, thank you for all your service, man. I really appreciate it. So my question here is, I have an approved EB2I40 with a PD of March 2013. In October 2021, I uh, downgraded to EB3 I140 with concurrent filing of I145, uh, 485 mm-hmm. for me and mm-hmm. my spouse. Uh, and we submitted medical and biometrics uh, kind of almost at the same time. Uh, mm-hmm. EB3 I140, got approved on July 14th, 2022, mm-hmm. which is four days ago. I just got the status update on USCIS website. And EB3 I-485 case status is showing biometrics has been updated to the file. Now, uh, what I'm looking for is I'm kind of expecting, kind of hoping that you can give me some kind of recommendation to kind of just stay with EB3 or, or I mean, what what is the best, best way forward? Absolutely. I mean... I may go wrong in my judgment call right now, but if I were you, I would either interfile or refile. So interfile or refile in EB2? Absolutely to do that. There's no questions oh. in that. You either do, if I were you, if I were you, I mean, don't blame me. I, there are, these are judgment calls, okay? If I were you, I would interfile right. or refile and I will not tell you which one to do it. You make a decision on that one, okay? So, but not doing anything is definitely a bad idea for you right now. Okay, so it's not a good idea to stay in EB3. I would not if I were you. Because so yours is it's rather better to get the I-485 move to EB2. That's right. You can do that by refiling or interfiling. Okay, and is there like, what exactly is the difference? Because I, I, I believe that interfile is just um, a, a gray form, right? You're right. You got, you're right. Um, we will give you a link of what it is and then you can follow the, you can follow it. And don't come and ask me don't make a consultation and ask me the question which one I should do. Okay? I, I understand. I did ask my lawyer, law firm, uh, but they said that they don't have a recommendation. And I'm like, okay, well, you got to give me something, right? But they, they just don't know. Certain, yeah, I am also the same kind of guy. I would not give you this way, that way recommendation. No, but they're not even, after, they, didn't even, they didn't even suggest moving, refiling or interfiling into EB2. Oh, no, you better, do one of, you better do one of it. You don't want to just get stuck there. But after you watch that, if you still can't make a decision, Give the toss to your wife, heads, refile, tails, interfile. Okay. If she does very good, credit should go to me. If she did a bad choice, we should blame her. Next person, please. Uday? Yeah, hi. Uh, So, can you guys hear me? Yes, I can, Uday. Yeah, so my priority date is uh, 16th December 2014. 
and mm -hmm. I missed a port in 2020 with EB2 because I changed my employer and firm was under uh, processing. So now I have both EB3 and EB2, but mm -hmm. my date is not current. So do you see- And what's your prior date you said? What's your prior date? 16th December, 2014. It most probably will be current in October, yes. In October. So uh, I was thinking if, if the date is, for, for some reason, the uh, date of filing and final action date. Table I'm, is pretty aware. I'm, pre I'm pretty aware of the dates. Okay, go ahead. So uh, I'm not sure why they're keeping the uh, final action date uh, uh, and the data filing. Uh, uh, that's going to be tough. It's going to be a long answer for me to say. Uh, it's, okay. it's going to be a long answer. I can say it's probably in October. They will pick the filing dates, though, not final action date. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I, I mean, from two months there, I, I see no point, but that helps. So I can't wait for yeah, two okay. months. Yeah, it will be, it will be October. Uh, they won't, our expectation is they won't do it for September. It'll be only for okay. October. August is already out. Right. Next but person, even, if, even if... Yeah, sorry. Next person, please. Ranvi? Uh, yes. Hi. Uh, uh, my priority date is September 2013, mm -hmm. and I filed in EB3 because I downgraded. I, I I filed in EB3 well, last just like year. most of the other people. Yes. In 2021, and I have not. I've gone for fingerprinting, but then there is no uh, update in status since then, and I'm 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 hoping that I should get some EAD sometime soon. But meanwhile, last month in June, I filed another application in EB2 uh, mm -hmm. and, and that got rejected. This, uh, they received the application on June 24th and now uh, just yesterday I received. Why, why did they reject it? It says there, is, there are no immediate visa numbers available for this. Uh, they say ah. I, I can... Yeah, so you are an EB two. You already have an I one forty under EB two, is right? Yes. Just to let you know, just to clarify, my I I one forty I had EB two from my previous employer, but then with this employer I filed ah, EB three. Come on, come on. But so wait, but wait, then wait, 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 So this company A got an EB two I one forty approval with September two thousand thirteen. Company yeah. B. You filed 485 somewhere in October of 2021 in EB3. Yes. yes. So when you filed a 485 in June of 2022, which mm -hmm. I-140 did you use, company A or company B? Company A, I-140. And which for it, and which did they sign the 485J supplement for you? Yes. Company A? Company A or uh, company B? No, company B did a... 485J and 485, all five wait, applications. Wait, wait. When you filed in June 2022, yes. you used the I-140 approval of company A. Correct. But the 485J supplement, you got it signed by company B. Yes. Who's a lawyer? Uh, it's, it's from my company. I don't directly interact with him, but... That's yeah. what happened. They, they can't file. They can't file the 485 like that. They can't. Only company A can sign the 485J supplement, not company B. That's the reason why they rejected it. 
So what should I do now? I think and you can do nothing right now. It's it says uh, your prior date is not current, so you can't file the four eight five. Now there are ways where you can use the previous company's I one forty. Though I want you to watch the video that we are going to be doing tomorrow, how to use it, but not the four eight five. That's not a proper way of doing it. And did did your I one forty under EB three got approved? Yes. Yes. Was the labor certification only done under EB three or EB two? Do you know anything about it? I am not sure, but I think it was done under EB three. Uh, because are you sure? The, are you sure? The the original one, right? When when I filed with this no comp card. company B's perm labor certification. I I'm not sure, but I think it was done in EB three. Okay, the company A has done EB two. Why did the company B do in EB three? So uh, you because may want to look into. You may want to look into that. Because I started this process only when my priority date become correct, and then at yeah, that but time, still, was, still we file we file in EB two. We don't file in EB three. If the it labor is, certification, if we always file. Is in filing labor in EB two, then it must have been in EB two. I mean, I normally we normally only file in EB two. So right. I, the way that the the way the 485 has been filed, it will be automatically denied. I have some time, guys. If you want to, please put some questions in the chat to everyone, not to the person whom you are looking at. I will answer. So that 485 is supposed to be denied. It got denied. There's nothing. It's I don't know how they filed it. They shouldn't have filed it. But I but want sir, you to watch I, our video. Why is it, but my priority date. It is current. Then why is it denied? I I one forty is given to the company A. The job offer for EB two is with company A. The okay. job offer with company B is EB three, not EB two. Okay, you don't have an I one forty approval with them. They didn't approve. Okay. So when you're filing a four eight five, putting the job offer of company A, but company A didn't sign any document saying that the mm -hmm. job offer is still open. Okay, and you got it. It's yes. like saying that your ex-wife is still your wife. Okay, she is not telling yeah. she is your wife. Okay? Yeah, I understand. So she, she didn't sign it. Next, and I'll go to the so, questions, guys. I've submitted medicals along with the I four eight five in October of two. How long medicals will be valid? Uh, four years or two two years, they will be valid until two years. Uh, once green card is approved, will H one become invalid? Absolutely, it becomes invalid. Why do you need that anyway? Today received update that new card has been produced for derivative primary guy filed a dissolution of marriage. Suppose doesn't want to use the green card. Um, dissolution of the marriage has been filed, but it's not approved yet. So if everybody gets a green card, though they all have the green card. I mean, there is nothing you can do about it. It's already done. Is it common to receive I four eight five biometrics request for eleven year old child? We did our biometrics last year in June, and today received biometric request for my son. No, that is not common though. But Neeraj, don't don't play with them. Just go for the biometrics. Prague Agarwal, I got EB one approved. Nice in June in in June. Last month, shall I go ahead and 
uh, good interfered medicals absolutely do it please do it i mean if you're going to if you are planning to save 500 dollars though it's up to you though but if you are the kind of guy i don't care 500 dollars i want my green card faster go and do the medicals interfile brew i filed for it for eb3 in october 2020 completed biometrics in january and the case went to nebraska interfiled in june 2020 for eb2 prior to date uh, september my case moved to nbc nice is there a chance for me to get a gc in september to by september very high chance i mean that's a very high chance everything is going perfectly for you they did move to national benefit center so that's all we can hope for um i have a aos ead as spouse and my priority date is uh, june 15 eb2 june 15 of which year uh, is it june 2015 if it's june 2015 if you are international it is not current can i uh, take a full time using aos now and leave my h1b uh, employer you are a spouse of the primary applicant though i'm assuming that the priority date it doesn't matter if the priority date is current or not you're a spouse of a primary applicant you can do whatever you want to in garo i did on the gc ead as a dependent of my wife who's the main applicant i use the ead myself i was immigration lawyer at that time I have a question about how to extend my H1B grace period yet if I have an offer but they can't file before it expires. Mudit, that's that's very tough. If you have a H4 option, Mudit, you may want to take that option. Um, ASM EB3 I140 withdrawn, but I140 for it was still pending. On other side, EB2 combo card issued. It's a bit complex. Your question is ASM. I'm not getting it. It's a little bit longer. I'm asking, will it move to NBC, bro? Yes, it, it has to first move to NBC. Only when it moves to NBC, you can say that your green card will be approved though. But if he has not moved to uh, NBC, uh, then they, can, they, don't approve, they don't approve in Texas and Nebraska, unless it's a very, very rare scenarios. Um, Shiv, you may be right. USCIS is telling not to send, but we send it. We got the approvals without RFE. So, I mean, there are a lot of things that they say. Uh, they told us not to refile it, but when we refiled it, they got the green card approval. So there are things that you could do to expedite the things for them, which actually they don't understand that that's a way to expedite. Because if they don't know how, how their system is working properly, they could have moved EB2 long time ago instead of moving EB3. The stupid guys made us file all the downgrade applications unnecessarily. Is there any other visas other than H1, H4 for Indian born UK citizen to work in USA? Uh, if they are UK citizens though, they are eligible for something called E-Visa though. Even though they are born in India, when it comes to the non-immigrant visas, they can use e-visa. That's another provision that's there. Of course, you know L. I don't know, bro, how long it's going to take. It may take just a month for them to move it. It may take three months. We, we can't tell it. Uh, EB2 combo card issued. EB2485 still pending. EB3 I-140 is withdrawn, but EB3485 is still pending. Thus, pending EB3485 delay 
approval of my EB2485. My priority date is August 2012. No, that should not delay. I don't know why they withdraw the EB3 though. That's not a good idea to withdraw the EB3 unless there is some fault in there. Um, the other question that I have, ASM, is that was your EB3 I140 ever been approved? And that's what we're noticing, ASM, that if the EB3 I140 was never approved, we're noticing a lot of delays there. I'm not, I'm not expecting retrogression of EB2 in 2022. Um, are AOS receipt number given out in the order they are received? No, sometimes they, they give differently. The people who filed 10 days before the original one will get a receipt notice first. So it's all jumbled up. Yeah, it's not about just 10 years, eight to four, four. It's more about whether you maintain the legal status all along though. If you maintain 10 years, but if you did not maintain for one year, they'll kick you out. How long can the derivative stay while AOS is pending? Has advanced parole. If they are planning to stay for more than four months, uh, please uh, have them come because it's not a good idea to have them stay for more than four months. Thank you guys for coming. Uh, please watch our tomorrow's uh, thing. We are going to discuss more about how to use the EB2 priority date when you are not working for that company. Thank you guys. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.